On this episode of AV Social, my co-host Don Mead and I gather with guest David Maldo of Let's Do Video, and he's our resident OBS expert. Listen as he talks about live streaming, recording, and the broadcasting capabilities. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is AV Social, episode 59, Riding the OBS Dragon. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by... Sure. Sound extraordinary. Hello, everyone. I'm Kelly Perkins, and on today's AV Social, episode 59, we're with my co-host, lovely Dawn Mead. Hello. And guest David Maldow of Let's Do Video. Today, we're talking about OBS, Open Broadcasting Software which if you don't know what it is, you probably should because everyone's using it to live stream their events. Um, And David is our expert on OBS. So today he's gonna walk us through on what it is, how it works, and how you can run your own marketing event. Um, And also some super funky, cool tricks uh, that he uses for his uh, hobby Twitch channel. Yes, and as Kelly said, you know, we're still half of us working at home and not able to go places, not able to fly places. All of our marketing travel budgets are cut. You know, as we are recording this, folks around the world are attending Infocom uh, via virtual since it isn't a person thing anymore. And so something like OBS is um, really where we need to be looking for marketing because all of those post Infocom mini shows that all of our manufacturers do, that for folks like me that are end users that we go to with our vendors and our integrators, um, we can't have those. You know, my state's not open yet. I'm not sure where you're watching or listening from, but a lot of states aren't open yet, and so there aren't live events. So, uh, David here, uh, welcome to our show. Um, I know nothing about OBS, so why don't you give us a little demo, a little taste of what we're looking at here, and uh, we can go from there. Great. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. Um, let me give the, the short version of how I got into OBS. Well, the long short version, though, the long story is I've been covering video um, business video for quite a long time. And so I have a, a little kitten that makes some noise in the background. And as a hobby recently, being four or five years, I started having this stream on Twitch. I play guitar at night. Twitch is a website where all the kids play video games and this one old guy plays guitar. And when I first started doing it, I started watching other people on Twitch and other guitarists. And I said, oh, what a fun way to practice. How are they doing this? And it turns out there's a few different pieces of software that they call encoding software or streaming software that takes your webcam, takes your audio, takes your mic, and pushes everything over to to Twitch. And OBS is what most people were using. So that's how I started learning how to use it. And I started learning... It's really pretty powerful. There's a lot of different tricks it it can do. It's open software, so it's constantly being developed by this community. Uh, It's not owned, it's free. The code is, you could look at the code, it's up on GitHub. And so, well, let let me just show it to you. Let me show you some of the things that I do. Virtual assistant, please share my screen. Okay, David, sharing screen. Okay, so, so this is OBS. You download it from this website. And you know this is typically in a webinar what I would do when I'm showing something. But the thing is I realized 
this is business video and wow, is this boring. I'm in this tiny little box and my content, my content's important, but it's taking over the whole screen. And this is every webinar you've ever sat through, except some of them have no video at all. And meanwhile, on Twitch, I'm flying across the screen on, on the back of dragons playing Eddie Van Halen and having fun. I'm like, you know what? We can have more fun with business video. So last year sometime, I decided I wanted to get out of the box. I wanted to reach out of the box. I wanted to be myself. I wanted to stand up with my content. Virtual assistant, get rid of the box. Okay, David. Let's change the way we do webinars. Virtual assistant, make me full-sized. Okay, David, I've changed the camera view. So now you can see me. You can see me as a person. I'm David. I'm David Meld. I have a website called Let's Do Video where I cover business video and now streaming like this. And you may not want to be full size. You can't really see the content. So sometimes I move myself over to the right or move myself over to the left. Or maybe I want something completely different. Maybe I want a, a webcaster view. Oh, nice. Um, Right, we could, do, we could do whatever we want. Or if I wanna, maybe if I wanna flip the tables and now I'm interviewing you. Now you're on my show. Welcome to Let's Do Video. Sorry, Tim. Um, <laughs> but you get the idea that it's, it's, I realized that, oh my goodness, this is something that can be useful for business video, for business video. Maybe I shouldn't be shy about it. Maybe I shouldn't be hiding it. Maybe I should be sharing it. So at Zoomtopia last year, I did a presentation. It was very well received. And I started getting inquiries and in business. How can you help me with my live streams? Can you do this for YouTube Live? Of course I can. And then the pandemic hit. And oh boy, now we're in a whole new world where, where everyone is doing everything online and looking for fun new ways to do it. And, and I know we've been talking for a long time, but I promised I would show you, let me very quickly... This is going to look a little strange because you're seeing a share of a share of a share. This is this. It, it, yeah, it's OBSception or videoception. Um, <laughs> this is um, this is OBS, and, and right now I'm not streaming. I'm not recording. I'm not using any of these things. I'm not even actually using the audio. I'm just using the Zoom audio to meet with you. And over here is where the magic happens. And it's. Um, I have a bunch of scenes. Most people need two scenes. I have many, many, many scenes. Um, and um, within the scene, over here are my sources. So if I turn off my camera, you don't see me anymore. If I put on my, my office background, my office background pops up. Um, the right display is what I'm sharing. That's why you're seeing yourself because I have OBS on my right side and I'm showing my right side. And there's all sorts of things you could add. Uh, mp4 videos you can add audio you can add shader tricks there's there's basically anything you can do with it and then you can push it out to zoom or any of its competitors or to youtube or to twitch or all to all to these or to record on it um what i've been calling it and and it does wrap up at some point i'm wrapping it up now um i call this live video editing because it really reminds me of what I've been doing in Premiere Pro and, and Camtasia and editing tools for years, which is you give me the recorded file, and if you're standing in front of a green screen like I am, I can do anything with you. Mm -hmm. But now I can do it live. So, so that's, that's what it's all about. That's very cool. So go ahead, Kelly. No, I was just gonna say, and it's, I'm not trying to do like an infomercial for OBS, but it's just, it's the power and the capabilities and the ease of use of it is great. Like, the fact that David and I um, 
the reason that I asked him to come on the show is because he and I had done uh, an event for Sure's SM58 Day last month, and we had to we had to uh, live stream it on YouTube. And I was like, okay, I need to bring in an expert. But at the end of the day, I can use it. And if I can use it, <laughs> anyone can use it. <laughs> so it's just and then a- there are alternatives that, that are even easier to use, but, but less powerful. This one really can do a lot of different things. Um, um, but, but whether it's OBS, if you don't want it to be, you know, an infomercial with OBS or, or any of the other softwares out there, uh, the point is we don't have to just send our webcam we can send whatever we want. Um, I'm a fan of OBS because it just, it just does a lot of stuff. But most people don't actually need that. So you could look for simpler alternatives. I'm forgetting the name of one that a lot of people are using, something cam or something. But there's one that a lot of people are using that's really simple. Well, and simplicity is important. But the most important thing, at least at every boutique size integrator that I've ever worked for, as well as at the big corporation where I work for, but getting a budget is impossible, the keyword is open source aka free and if you tell marketing teams i mean i know from people that we've had on as guests and from my own experience in the industry kelly's experience in the industry most of our marketing teams even in the bigger companies are two people three people you know and minuscule budgets and how are we going to make waves for our company in a positive way with no money and no help and no anything and so if you have a powerful tool like this that's totally free, oh, my God, spend a weekend learning how to use it. I mean, as I plan to do after this podcast, and um, you can do a lot of stuff fairly easily, right? Yeah. Um, if, you, if you want to just get the basics, and like I said, I have hundreds of tricks and hundreds of things. You really can get advanced and have some fun with it. But if you just, hey, I just want to, at the beginning of my YouTube Live, have a video play behind me. Uh, you could download this, learn it in an hour and get it going. If you go to my, my podcast number 50, let's do video podcast number 50. It's a five minute tutorial and it won't show you all the fancy tricks, but it'll show you how to download it, install it, get a background behind you and to push it to, to, to Zoom or, or whatever you're using. So yeah, you can get, can get up and running quickly. Now there, there are pros and cons with being open source. The con is if something isn't working right for you, you can't complain to anyone, you know, but the pro is there's a huge community of users. So if you go into their community, go into their forums, go into their chats and say, Hey, I'm trying to do this. A bunch of people say, Oh, I had the same problem. And here's how I fixed it. It's, it's a, it's a great community. Right. Fantastic. So practically speaking, you know, we're, we're a bunch of AV pros here. Um, probably a lot of the people listening to us are for integrate work for integrators. Um, you know, what, what are some ways that people are using this in the real world? I mean, you, you mentioned Twitch, of course, and that's a fun hobby use, but, um, you know, okay, I have to do something for my company. You know, how, how am I going to use OBS professionally, for instance? Yeah, maybe uh, just some examples of, of event type things that you've done or webinars or... Sure, sure. And, and the best example is the one that, Kelly, we did together, you, you were mentioning before, um, just a few weeks ago. And really, it was just a matter of, um, it was a YouTube live stream. And, and you came to me and said, so how do we do Zoom to, to YouTube live? 
And I said, well, I can do OBS to YouTube Live and I can do anything to OBS. So, so what we did is, in, and this was, I feel like if we had more time, we could have had a lot of fun with it. But we did this in like 24 hours and everyone who watched it said, did you get professional broadcasters? How did you do that? It really looked great because, well, you sent me some really great resources. So I was able to start it off. And when we went live, instead of seeing us, they saw a video from your, your client uh, with the music that you chose with the countdown timer. And I have a little, do I have my little timer thing here? A little timer that I can, that I can pop up. And, and I matched the font to, to, to what font you wanted because I'm not a font guy. And I made the color match your client's color exactly. And we had music in the background and no one could see us. And then when the timer got to zero, I did my thing in OBS. And on YouTube Live, everyone just saw this fade from, or this, this cut from the video, the starting, and it's, I think it said starting soon, somewhere on it, to you and your client on your panel talking. And then you had a keyword about a few minutes in, and I was listening for my keyword, and when you said the keyword, I started another video. And we were able to go back and forth seamlessly to panel, video, panel, video, share screen, whatever we want, a nice little uh, thank you thing at the end. And we put it together in no time, and it looked really, really great. And um, it was low stress. I've worked at, live streaming can be very, very stressful because what if something goes wrong? Yeah. This was not a stressful project at all. We just, we just had it. Everything just worked. Nice. So you said, you know, you can have multiple inputs or multiple things like, you know, showing the screen, showing a video, showing a different video um, camera. Could you do like a split cam or multiple cameras? I, I can, yeah, I can do anything. I, I have, um, <laughs> I mean, do, do we, do we, He's a wizard. Uh, he can do anything. <laughs> he can. Uh, honestly, it really, it, it's funny because, you know, I've gotten very involved in the Twitch community and I have a lot of friends, particularly in the music community. And I've been playing guitar for four years and a lot of them have been playing guitar for 24 years. So I'm not known as, as the wizard of guitar, but I have become known as the wizard of OBS because I'm a very nerdy guy. And my day job is, is looking at software you know, video software. So the buttons that you don't have to click, that you don't have to press, the settings you don't have to use, that no one bothers with, I clicked all of them. I checked all of them. All the extra plugins you could down and all the extra tricks. So I have all these crazy tricks I can do. And, um, and again, most of them won't be using in, um, in business. You know, business is mostly going to be the use cases we talked about, the YouTube live streaming, the corporate streaming. Basically, I want to do these fun things and I don't want to do them in post. I'm, I'm also using them for recording podcasts. It's a little more natural for me for some reason to interview you um, like this, you know, and put you here and do it that way as opposed to just fake it afterwards. It just feels more real for me. Uh, but if you want to see some tricks that I could do on my... Um, on my stream, I don't even know where to start, honestly. I have so many that I don't know where to start. I kind of um, want to see you fly across the stream, screen on a dragon since you brought it up. <laughs> you've, heard the, you've heard of Okay, let's bring, let's bring, up, let's bring up the dragon. <laughs> and, and of course, everything is voice controlled. I have my, um, my monkey. Yo, monkey. Is there something I can do for you? Introduce yourself, monkey. I am Boom's stream assistant. I help him with his stream effects and song list. It is a never-ending thrill ride. Yeah, she calls me. She calls me Boom because that's my my guitar name. Ride the dragon, dude. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot more fun when um, you know, I didn't bother to plug in the guitar because it's a whole other audio thing. But it's a lot more fun when there's some Van Halen going on in the background here. <laughs> um, we also have rave. It's party time. When I really want to feel like a rock star. It's just a great scene. I just, you know, imagine some Def Leppard in the background or something like that when I'm doing this. Um, and also, if, if you like, for, for my nerdy friends, I'm hoping there's some geeks out there who like classic arcade games. I love playing this when I play 70s and 80s music. <laughs> I, just, I just put myself in the games. And I have a whole rotation of them, and it's, it's random. I, I have so much stuff set up in OBS, it's crazy. It, it literally switches every 20 seconds at random to another uh, video game. I see. This, this one, people see. It's Mortal Kombat, right? Karate guy. <laughs> so he's doing his karate, I'm, I'm rocking out. And I mean, you, you get the idea. It's just, it's just endless. Endless places I can put myself, fun things I can do. I've always wanted to be, let's see. Times Square. Now, and I am not a graphics person. I am not an artist person. These things, I go to YouTube and I, I look up free use green screen effects for download. And there's tons of stuff like this on, on YouTube. And, and some of them I just put in my own green. You know, I, I, I do that work. But imagine if a marketing person who went to marketing school and knows how to do marketing had me on their team and said, David, this is what I want you to do. And here are the graphics and here are the audio files, the good stuff. Um, I, I think everything I, I have looks sort of like, um, you know, it's fun stuff, but it's not, it's not, it's not done by a real graphics person. And it just makes me think about the, the potential. Uh, but meanwhile, I'm just, I'm just having so much fun. So, so basically aside from the awesome nerdiness and, and amazingness of it, if, say, you worked in the military-industrial complex for a company that's name should be redacted that does space things, and you wanted your CEO to give a talk before some potential clients in front of the Earth or from the moon, that can be done pretty easily, yeah? You know, an another thing that I really love about it is, it, you know, not just that any kind of presentation you want to do, um, but the interactivity of it. And that's a big part that we never talk about. It. And I I've given this sort of presentation with a, with a lot of you know, these sorts of podcasts, these sorts of friends before, uh, but we rarely get into the interactivity. And when you talk about, you know, people doing it with people that they work with, I think you want to be interactive. Uh, and a lot of these presentations are just one way. And the thing that's not being understood, I think, by the business world is the magic and the power of chat. The reason everyone loves Twitch is chat. Chat is where the community is. That's where the action is. The difference between a good streamer and a bad streamer or, or a less popular streamer like me, is a good streamer knows how to build a community in chat and the chat is more fun than what's going on in the stream. And we need to get interactivity. So that there are things they can do. For example, um, if someone follows me on Twitch, I appreciate that because if you follow me on Twitch, when I go live, you get an alert, you're more likely to watch me. So I want something to happen. So I set this up. When I get a follow on Twitch, hold on, let me get my get the full effect. So imagine it's the middle of my stream, I'm hanging out, we're having fun, and someone clicks the follow button, new person. So Eddie Van Halen's guitar comes out, love you Eddie. 
get a notification that that person is following. And the person who did this is thinking, oh my God, I made that happen. And if there's anyone else in chat who's not following me, they're pretty likely to follow me now because they want to do that and they want to see their name on the screen. And if someone on Twitch, you could pay a few dollars to subscribe to someone, just a way of supporting their stream. Someone subscribes to me. This I'm clicking it now, but it automatically happens when they do it. I thank them for the sub. <laughs> thank you for the sub. I appreciate the sub so much. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the sub. And we don't even have time to start, but there are so many things we can do with the interactivity of chat that we that exists on Twitch and we're just starting to explore on YouTube and other business platforms. And you know, obviously it's not to ha have subs and, and, and magic guitars flying around, but to have interactivity with customers. You know, to, and it could be fun stuff like giving away t-shirts, contests, raffles, that stuff is very easy to do, but it could be getting input on, you know, the next iteration of your product. So do you well, see like events, you know, future events, whether, you know, we do get back uh, in front of each other at, at trade shows or award ceremonies or concerts or whatever. I mean, do you see the, even almost like the producing the live production and live sound people and live video people starting to move this direction at all? I would think even live events, we're going to start, I mean, we already are starting to put cameras on live events and, and, and stream them. So I definitely would, if I was streaming at a live event, if, if next year at whatever big event happens again, and they said, hey, we want you to do a presentation. What do you want behind you on the, on the, the big screen? I would say make it green. Just make it green. Don't, don't put a PowerPoint, don't put my face up there, don't put my website up there. Uh, just make it green and let someone on my team handle the OBS stream out of, out of that room. That is so funny. And, you know, those interactive tools, I mean, again, for those of you watching or listening, you know, it might seem goofy, like, why am I watching AV Social and there's like flaming guitars and things? But when we're looking at bringing our trade shows and our industry events virtual, which is a lot of what spawned this, let's talk about OBS, because you know, like I said, right now Infocom 20 is virtual. There's all kinds of little shows. I think E4 went virtual for AMA this year. Um, a lot of the shows are looking at trying to figure out a way to do this in a virtual or online setting. But if you look at the real, real shows, how many of us stood outside the doors of Infocom the first year they had a social wall and were like tweeting to try to get our name up on, on, the, on the social wall? Or, you know, um, we have things like that at the trade shows. Why wouldn't we have things like that, interactive pieces like that, at the virtual trade shows? You know, every hundredth person that puts their name by gets a, you know, Evixa swag or something like that, or, or gets this sponsored hour vendors, you know, manufacturer swag. If this hour is sponsored by Sony, you know, then you get the Sony mints or whatever the heck their trade show swag is. I mean, there's a lot of features with the interactivity that you can do to get the people more involved than just sitting there watching a video of a product or, or a PowerPoint, like a normal webinar, you know, to make it an event. Well, and even if you have like, like a hybrid event, like you're talking about, Don, like where there are people physically there, I mean, this just, 
the idea of live streaming an event and having that interactivity, like David said, I mean, that just increases the attendance and the opportunity like a hundredfold. Now anybody in the world can participate in this event and have their hands in it without even leaving their living room. <laughs> you know, like how cool is that? Sorry you, to the you non watch it on your phone. You don't yeah. even have to leave your bedroom. And you but, can still participate I, I, with folks that are on the floor and they can still participate with you, which is even cooler. And I think, I think Don made a really good point that I don't think we're doing it right now. I'm, I, there's online events going on right now and you can go to one page and you can click on the video and you could watch the sessions. And some of those sessions might have a chat within that session. And usually the presenter is, you know, I'm not going to read the chat because that's just the way we used to do things. I think we're going to develop a new type of presentation. We're saying, what's up in the chat? Any, anyone got anything going on in the chat? It's going to be the new way. But the old way is I'll look at the questions at the end. And then there's some other community page somewhere else on the website that no one knows how to use. And that's the way all of these online events are. And it's, it's no one's fault. It's just that's how the platforms are built because the platforms are built, to be honest, the platforms are built to, to support in-person events. Those platforms are ticket generating platforms, the registration platforms, and they're trying to do online and, and they're not set up for it. So it's a little bit awkward. And if I was to do an event, which is you know something to think about, um, what I would do is I would just have the entire day streamed to the Let's Do Video YouTube live stream from OBS. And if the first session is a meeting on Zoom, I meet on Zoom on my right monitor to stream that. And if the second session is a meeting on BlueJeans or Cisco or, or, or High Five or, or anyone else, you know, we just meet on, on that platform. And the entire day is, is on one place. It's in my YouTube channel. So there's one chat and all day we just chat in the chat. Even during the lunch breaks, we chat in the chat. And that way it's where do we go? Where do we go to find out stuff? Where do we go for information? What's going on? The chat, the chat. And someone in the chat always knows if I'm not there, that's the wonderful thing about the chat. There's, there's just people help. Right. Well, and it's all in one place. You're not leaving the page to go check something somewhere else and then having to re-log in and do this or that. It's, it's all in one spot. Yeah. And I'm not seeing a lot of events done that way yet. You know, basically following the, the Twitch model and the YouTube live model of, of streaming, um, we're trying to make them fit into the old model of, you know, different sessions and different panels and, 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 you know, do we still have booths if we go virtual? I kind of like the idea of it, but I don't know if they're booths anymore. They need to be something, but we're trying to, we're trying to fit into the old model and it's not, it's not going to completely work. We haven't figured it out yet. And, and I think one of the cool things with OBS and again, speaking to the business owners and, and, the, and the heads of the money men that might be watching this, with OBS, and again, we're coming off like a commercial, but this is why we brought David, he's the expert on this. With OBS, it's kind of ecumenical. It doesn't care if you've already invested in Microsoft Teams or you know, uh, uh, Skype for Business or you know, whatever platform, if you're a BlueJeans house, if you're a Pexip house, it, it doesn't matter what you're using. You can pick that one central platform, be it Facebook Live, be it YouTube channel, be it you know, whatever, Use your OBS and bring in people from meetings using different platforms, and it still lets you give gives you all that functionality. I think that's fantastic, and it's free. Marketing people, it's free. 
You, you know what I'd really love to see, and, and if anyone has um, a couple million dollars of, of development money and wants to team up with me, um, you know, when you have an open platform, that means you can just take the code and put your brand name on it and make it work better with your stuff and call it your thing. And, and everyone's cool with it. That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, there's a company called Streamlabs. Uh, everyone uses them for, for Twitch. What Streamlabs does is um, when someone follows me, that alert, that alert that popped up, that's through the Streamlabs website. There's an integration there. If someone wants to donate to me, it goes through Streamlabs to, to my PayPal. There's a bunch of things Streamlabs does. It's really nice. Streamlabs took OBS and they came up with their own version of it. Streamlabs OBS, which they call S-L-O-B-S, which is slobs, which I don't, <laughs> I, I can't, I don't, but that's what they call it and everyone's cool with it. And, and uh, Logitech just bought Streamlabs for like something like $50 million. So Logitech has its own version of OBS. Now it's designed to work with Streamlabs better. It's for gaming, whatever. But what if we came up with a, um, a business OBS, Bob's? I like that. What if we came up with Bob's and instead of having flying dragons, it had an integration for PowerPoint. So instead of having to upload my PowerPoint the way I do now, it just connected. You know, what if we had edited those, those sort of things? That would be the ideal if, if, uh, if there was a business OBS, but for now we could just use, I'm sorry, attacked, being attacked by a kitten. Um, but for now this does work and it's free and we could do whatever we want. You want to say hi? This is not a stream effect. This is, this is real. Yep. He is attacking. <laughs> Here on AV Nation, we welcome all cats, dogs, and small children just for the fun of it. So. Some of my favorite things about the whole working at home thing is as terrible as these circumstances are, uh, it's forced an acceptance <laughs> of cat people. <laughs> it's okay if this happens now, even during uh, a webinar with the awesome AV Nations. <laughs> Well, we are running out of time here. Uh, I'm getting the, the nod from the producer, who I hope is in the background downloading OBS and figuring out how to use it. Ahem, ahem, ahem. But <laughs> I want to take a moment and thank you, David, for coming on the show and, and doing us this commercial for OBS, or teaching me about it. I plan to go download it when we're finished here and figure things out because this is really, really cool stuff. Um, thank you for giving us your time today, sharing us cat and um, where can folks find you obviously LDV but what is that a website where can we find that podcast I want to look up episode 50 now you know um, yes where can folks get um, you on the socials the best way, um, let's do video at Twitter and let's do video.com is the website. And we recently moved the podcast up to a, 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 a right at the top menu um, because we're doing a lot more video. I, I still write if you need it but I really prefer to do the videos. So podcasts are right up at the top there. Let's do video.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. This was really fun. And Kelly, as usual, where can folks find Miss Kelly Perkins? Uh, all over. Minnesota anymore. I know that. Right. I recently uh, relocated to Texas. So I'm still trying to figure out my bearings down here and I haven't got a cowboy hat or anything yet. Um, I'll be looking for it when we finally have an in-person conference. Right. <laughs> um, online, where can we find you? The digital stuff is all the same. Uh, Kelly P. Uh, Perkins at gmail.com, Kelly P. Perkins on Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all of the, all of the social. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Thank you for bringing us David today. Yeah. He's super uh, cool and he's helped me a lot on a lot of stuff. And it's just what I think what he's doing is, so cutting edge and not being like he said being done enough right 
and relevant right now. My God, you know, right. talk about it. Talk about important. Uh, as for myself, I'm Dawn Mead. You can find me on LinkedIn, Dawn Mead. Find me on Facebook, Dawn Mead. Almost all of the other socials, you can find me at AV Dawn. That includes TikTok, though I haven't posted anything there. Yes, I fell into the trap at Generation <laughs> X. I am on TikTok now. <laughs> but if you're a cool kid like David and you're on Twitch, AV Dawn on Twitch is not me. Apparently, there's a gamer girl named AV Dawn who is not me. So I won't be on Twitch, or if I do, I'll tell you what the name is later. But in the meantime, I can't tell you where I work. It's a big secret, but you can always find me here on avnation.tv, hosting AV Social with the beautiful Kelly Perkins, and peering semi-regularly on AV Week. Um, if you're looking at the avnation.tv website, please go peruse our, our links, our various shows. We've got a bunch of, I don't, Mitchell's gonna have to tell me at some point how many shows we have now because I can't keep track. But lots of different podcasts, lots of different topics. And of course, we have our sponsors and underwriters section, the folks that help us bring you all of the news and info that's uh, good to print, view, listen to, or otherwise consume in the AV industry. Um, thanks so much for watching us today on AV Social. We'll see you the next time. Bye bye. <laughs>